Body Talks, the podcast where we deep dive into all things Harry Potter. I'm Matthew. And I'm Emily. And we are your hosts. We are getting into chapters two and three now of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Sorcerer's Stone. Yep. Last week we went over chapter one and... Overall, what would be your rating of chapter one? On a scale of one to ten. If I had to number it, like... Yes. A solid eight. Okay. Like it hit, it hits a lot of levels, you know. It hits a lot of points, and it 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 all it it definitely definitely. Jeez, I can speak. It definitely leaves you wanting more and asking questions, and I love that about a book. Um, but yeah, I I uh, I'm curious to know what you would rate chapter one. It's really good on its own, but there's such that level of nostalgia that I can't seem to remove. It's which helps the up play. Yeah, I mean, for it being as big as it is, you know, in your life, of course that first chapter is going to be like so monumental in your memory bank, you know. Exactly. So with that in mind, I'd say also a solid 8. Okay. But realistically, if I took that out, probably like a 6 and a half, 7. Okay. You see, I just think it's good because it really does touch on, you know, a lot of different different points. It definitely leaves you asking questions. There's suspense there. It, it leads into the rest of the story. But, you know, I don't know. No, you're right, it does. Ooh, I put my feet up on your armrest for too long and now my feet are numb <laughs> and they oh. hurt really bad. I'm sorry. I hate when that happens. Oh, God. They are so tingling now. Oh, no. You gotta love that feeling. Oh, it feels so good. So good. Um, I don't want to just not have feet for a minute while I, it happens. I understand. <clears throat> well, to distract you, why don't I get into uh, yes, some of my uh, thoughts and, and things about Chapter 2 yes. as we start us off. Give give me them thoughts. And... All right. Oh, so, I the first thing I I wanted to discuss was like how sad and depressing is it for a child to live in a place for ten years and basically have no signs in in your house that you live there. Oh my god, that's I did something similar. Like I wrote down something similar, but on a different note. Did you? I did, but that's yeah. No, that's weird. That would. I can't. <laughs> that hurt my brain. But it's like, that's so fucking depressing, you know? Yeah. It's like, shit, could you imagine walking into your house? Like, you know. <clears throat> but, like, it's not even that there's no sign of habitation. It's you don't exist. Exactly. There's just you. Just you. <clears throat> that's what I mean. It's like, there's no sign at all. Yeah. Okay, because this is what I said about it. As I look at the things from an outside perspective... You see two kids who live in the same house. One is a fat bully in clothes that are like well taken care of and fit. And the other kid looks malnourished and his clothes are ratty and they're 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 too big. They're clearly hand-me-downs. Yes. Like why was there not a single person saying a thing? I get it's the 80s. It's a different time. Yeah. 
and mentalities were different, but even still, nobody was like. And it's like, are they really blaming Harry? Ultimately, yeah. like that, like can we just get into that real quick for a moment? Like this is clearly you look at this and at no point in time are you like, there's not domestic abuse yeah, happening here. Exactly. It's like this this kid would be so just developmentally fucked up yes. from these kind of treatments. Like let's call it us, you know, let's call it mm-hmm. what it is. Like <laughs> it's so true. Like if you think about and compare the treatment he got. I mean, being isolated during the most de- like developmentally crucial years of his life, not experiencing love after a year. Like he was a year old and basically didn't experience love again for like a for another yeah. ten years. Okay, for real though. Like, how long was Harry actually in the cupboard? That's what I'm saying. Like, because this is a question so that I brought up to you. Oh, well, that's not what I'm saying, but that that's that goes along with yeah. what I'm saying because that's. But that's a question I brought up to you the other day. Like, how long has he been in there? Has he, the second that Petunia brought him in, did she just shove him in the the cabinet, I know. and that's all he's known? See, did he grow up a little bit in, like, say Dudley's rooms, just so it'd be easier, like, if he's still doing like late formula night, or yeah, whatever. late night feedings or yeah. anything. Dude. And then, after experiencing that, then being put in the cab- cu- cabinet, the, the cupboard, cupboard. That's, like, that's, that's regardless, a, it's fucked up. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good question and a good point <clears throat> overall. And I agree, absolutely fucked up. The treatment he receives in general from the Dursleys is just, I mean, it, it's, it's just child abuse. It's neglect it to, it, I mean, it just, who? There's no way around it. No, I mean, just, just. Oh, just going through some of, you know, just what he went through, like being, yes, having to deal with spiders all over the place. And that's, you know, let's be real, like kids, you know, and spiders, like they're creepy because they're just so unknown and they're, they look so, you know, let's be real, like al- they, they kind of do look alien-like, especially yeah. to a young kid, you know? So, so I mean, and just the fact that he is, is written or, or like portrayed to be this healthy kid is honestly it's it's it that is one thing i will i will have to criticize about uh jk rowling's writing there that honestly doesn't quite add up but i understand that how in i mean in order to have any form of a story there that's kind of necessary sorry i feel like i'm dominating the conversation but anyway um i'm gonna shut up now what what are um at the another thing that i on the depressing note yes was just it goes along with the, you know, not knowing basically the second you walk in that you exist is... Yes. Not knowing what your parents look like at all. I think I've got something like that, too. I don't know where specifically. Hold on. Let's see. Or anything at all about them other than they died in a car crash. That's all you know. Yes. And, like, not being able to discuss or ask questions. Any questions. No questions. Just... Oh, what is the quote? Uh, hold on. I, I This I remember writing down. Don't ask questions. That's uh, That was the first rule for a quiet life with the Dursleys. That's fucked. It's like, so you are, your only memories that you have that are conscious are of you in, in basically in a house where people hate you. Yeah. And you don't know why. Yeah. And you have no idea why. And you can't ask why. And there's no signs as to why. Over uh-huh. a decade. That's mental anguish and torture. I like, dude. Just, anyway. 
this honestly, these these first couple chapters, they can be. I mean, honestly, they're kind of grim. Yeah. Just the horrors that Harry had to endure in the first eleven years of his life are just purely. I mean, nothing shy of tra- like traumatic, traumatizing. Yeah. Abusive. Like just. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, because the time with his parents, though it was happy, it still wasn't healthy. Exactly. Because he could only go so far that he, like, it was a risk to even go see... Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm a major... Oh, so sorry. I'm, like, major spoiler you there. You might need to just bleep that out. Yeah. I, I Or just, No, you know. like, just try to just bleep that out and leave the rest <laughs> in. Oh, so sorry. I need to stop talking. Oh, so how about that snake, eh? How about that snake? Because that's honestly... That's the next thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> okay, but I know that does... You see that? <laughs> it kind of cuts ahead. I'm well, I mean... Uh, if, you don't, if you don't have... I'm sorry, if you have things to add there. I've, I've got just a few things to Go mention ahead. as far as just the details about the area that I know... Or just the environment, rather, that I noticed that I wanted to make mention to you. Like Harry not having any clothes of his own. Yeah. Just the hand-me-downs. You know, no bedroom. And what... <laughs> Does he even have a bed technically in there? They never specify. They never really specify, do they? No. I don't know. If you hear our, our cat meowing, we, we apologize. He's he's just... He wants more food even though we just ate. He wants snuggles. And right he wants now. snuggles. And the way we have our, our filming set up, it, it just... It's not conducive <laughs> for little furry visitors, so... Well, uh, also, whatever is ours that we're using will immediately will be his from the rubbing. That's true. He he it's will he will take it and yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, he he didn't have a bedroom, and I'm skipping into a little bit of of chapter three here, but it 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 it, <laughs> but it kind of goes with it with the not giving him a bedroom until he got his first letter or few. And that's, um, I mean, dude, that's, that's crazy. And the friggin' presence of... I was just gonna read that next, because I have that note next, too. How difficult would it be for Harry to watch Dudley get 36-plus presents on his birthday while while he hasn't even ever received a present at all? Like, it's Harry's fault that he's there in the first place. Well, no, like, I think... It said in that yeah. chapter that he got. I know we got a pair of socks and a coat hanger. Yeah, which give me a fucking break. You can't really call those presents. I'd man. like to see what MacGyver could do with that. Uh, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> but I mean, some birthday gift. Yeah, man. like for real, some birthday gifts those are. The the abandonment issues Harry yes. has because of this particular period in his life, in his development, they are so huge. Yeah. Like, it's it's really sad. Like, honestly, reading and listening, like, I, I, it sounds gloomy because it, it kind of just is. Like, these, these first couple of chapters, like, it really paints a, a pretty grim picture about, again, the just the horrifying experience Harry had to endure while he waited for his letter from Hogwarts. Yeah. It's so fucked. It's honestly sad. And it just goes to show, you know, and and it adds up, you know, to a lot of his just issues that honestly you would think would be more prevalent throughout the rest of the series. 
but they magically don't exist. It, it, it is magic. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right, yeah. chapter three. No. I'm just, no? I'm oh, you're right. Like, I keep oh wanting gosh. to cut past. I'm sorry. So the first thought. Sorry, Snake. Sorry. The first thoughts um, that Harry had uh, when he was uh, talking to the snake were yes. really empathetic, which is awesome. True. And I, it was going with what you just said, actually, about like how much empathy he has considering all of the trauma he would presumably be feeling yeah totally i can't say because i have not experienced that type of trauma myself so i don't know how my mental state would be but i don't think it would be as healthy as harry's portrayed no no um i don't believe mine would be either i would be broken yeah i mean that's 11 years like that's 10 years there but 10 years there true good point because like a decade of like no love, dude. Yeah, but I th- I guess a big part of that about him having that love is because he had it for that first year with his parents. Yeah, so at he least had he had that true unconditional love. That seed was planted, exactly. at least, you know, so he, it wasn't all lost. Because, I mean, could you imagine just the Dursleys being the only experience no. in his memory bank? Like, thankfully, his subconscious has, exactly. you know, the, the, the short-lived, granted short-lived, but happy times in there with yeah. his with his parents. <clears throat> so. He can't remember his parents, but he can't remember having a negative time. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that that really like that, what am I trying to say? Like that's that's comforting and that's really helpful for his, his overall sanity. sanity and he, I yeah. think is his mental state, yeah. Okay, so question. Yes. Weird question. How could the snake have known that Harry could understand him? Harry only started to talk after the snake started to wink and move around. Maybe it's just a sense thing. I don't know. Because Harry just, like, immediately started talking to it. But, I mean, don't they say, too, that, like, when magic starts to reveal itself, like, it can be pretty chaotic and, like, just kind of all over the place? So maybe Harry didn't even know he was emanating some sort of frequency or something, and that snake was just, like magnetized to it or just completely attracted to that like hey you know i don't know that's a good theory but that's a good point because it really does yeah you're right that that, that's not really addressed yeah um and the last thing i have is how does anybody know what harry looks like enough to recognize him on the streets haggard came and took harry before anybody else saw him Excluding Sirius. Sirius got there right after, but, you know, who's going to argue with Hagrid? The only thing I could think of is he must look so much like James. But everyone's like, the scar, the scar. Well, they would know. Well, I mean... And how would they so, know? Because Hagrid's a fucking gossiping loudmouth, and you know he told everybody in the pub, and then you know that everybody in the pub told everybody in the grandmother. All right. It's got to be Hagrid. Okay. Oh, so everybody in the everybody wizarding. in the wizarding <laughs> world knows because Hagrid can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> it's a theme in this book, everybody. So just <laughs> foreshadowing. All right, all right, I'll give you that. All right, now I'll let you go on to chapter three. Chapter three. I just want to start this off with with two words. I'm scared. Smelting stick. <laughs> Please explain to me the actual point of that and what I, the fuck. Used for hitting each other 
when the when teachers, the teachers aren't, aren't looking. looking. What the actual fuck? And poke him with your smelting stick. Like I'm good. Fuck you, du- fuck you, Vernon. I almost said Dudley. <laughs> fuck I mean, both of them. Fuck both, both of them. Like, that's some bullshit, <laughs> dude. Like straight up, like that's some fuck. That's fucked up. Smelting yeah. stick. And Could you then, imagine going to a different school for the first time where, you know, you can actually be yourself and maybe have friends for the first time in And then life. you have to go there wearing bits of old elephant skin, like yeah. uniform, because it's it's so much harder to dye clothes manually gray yeah. than it is to spend a little bit of money because they're wealthy enough. Like, they're, they're well off. They're upper class. Yeah. Because of Vernon's direct... I know. But, I mean, don't you think it's harder? It's hard. It's more effort. Yeah, it puts in more effort. But it's It's just more... It's making the point of, I like you so little that I would much rather... It's literally just for the Durst to to humiliate him. Like, that's what I wrote down. And that's true. Like, that's it. It's just, I'd rather you be humiliated. Like, how fucked up is it? How how evil? Like, I'm such, you know, a fucking empathetic person. Like, I would feel that all the time. It would just be horrible. Like, I would not... Dude, I wouldn't be doing well. Like, that's some fucking no. evil Okay, shit. so then you're telling me that you don't want to play Harry Hunting? I don't want to play Harry Hunting. Oh, That's fucked, dude. That's still fucked. Harry Hunting. God. Uh, but, like, okay, so this this I have, too. Can you imagine the curiosity and excitement Harry must have felt when he first saw his letter? Like, could you imagine oh. never getting anything in your whole life? Yeah. And and you and you see that. Oh my gosh. With it being so specifically <laughs> addressed to him that it couldn't be a mistake. Okay, so this is what I put for that. Like your first letter ever and you don't even get to fucking read it. Yeah, like, fu- literally ripped out of your hands. Yes. And also, you know, the horrible distress and and like honestly, just agony it must have been to feel and as they as he had to watch them destroy every single fucking letter afterward, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, dude, I would be f- filled with such anger and, and confusion and, like, yes. just rage. Like, dude, I would be raging the fact that he, again, kept it together well enough. Like, it just makes you wonder what he went through in his early years. Like, they must have... Like, I don't know, dude. Like... No, they just took away everything that he loved. Oh, look, I found a really cool stick outside. You can't have it. Crumples it up because it looks too much like a wand. God. Any type of magic he accidentally did ever in his life, he got severely punished for. See, that's what I... Food withheld. It's so fucked up. Locked in a cupboard under the stairs where your fucking cousin will guaranteed be stomping up and down. So fucked up. It's just, it's such a fucked up situation. Yeah. And and they kept him completely in the dark about the true identity of his parents. And about, his, himself. about himself. And about the world he truly belongs to. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to give Harry some uh, credit here. The yeah. sass. Yes, I agree. His sass is fantastic. The sass is a coming out. Yes. And this is when we get sassy Potter. Indeed. And, and also, like, you can tell, like, the, the power shift that they yeah. have done, like, or whatever, with the Dursleys. Like, the fear the Dursleys feel about that world being re-exposed or, you know, reintroduced, I mean. Do you think Petunia warned Vernon that that letter would come? No, I don't. Do you think she forgot? I think she pushed that from her memory. I think that was because she, well, 
See, this gets into spoiler territory, but because but, of what happened with her, I think she just blocked it all out. I, I, I agree. So in case if you are a little bit confused about what I mean or what he means by that. You'll have to wait till well, we get no. there. <laughs> it's not that. It's Lily and Petunia were sisters and the, Petunia well, had to be there. Yes. Okay. And when Lily received her letters. That's true. So no, not spoilers. I was just going with the suspense for anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, but where our point is to be less confusing, not more confusing. I know that's true. Well, yeah, we're we're well, we're also we're we're just again deep diving into all of these areas. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I I agree. I do. I love how once the letters start coming, they immediately start to spiral. Yes, it's yes, I love it, and they just and the get... paranoia. Instantly from Vernon. It's so fucking good. The following us. <laughs> Might be following us. <laughs> yeah, the, the paranoia they experience. Immediately and just, paranoia. Oh my god. And the, the nailing of the fucking mail slot, the windows. Oh my god. All of it. It's he went crazy. Like, uh, with uh, Dudley. The daddy's gone mad, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that yes, they did yes. translate that fairly well into the movie, though it was in a different spot. Right. And, oh, and also, like, Dudley asking him, who on earth wants to talk to you this badly? You're like, bitch, I don't know. Like, I can't read my own letter. Exactly. Like, wouldn't wouldn't I like to know? Thanks, asshole. Like, what? Working the... on that. Yeah, literally. Let like, me listen to the keyhole. It's not even your letter. Like I, I would have been able to to get my second letter had you not been a fucking prat. And I was gonna say, <laughs> if Dudley really wanted to read the letter, why would he have yelled about it? Exactly. There's another one. Like fuck off. Start ripping that R- shit. Open it. Why did you not? Like, dude, he could have opened it and then start reading. And then you know what? Harry's gone into a magic school. Exactly. I also noted that Dudley's worst day of his life is just being hungry without a smorgasbord of of snacks yeah. around at all times, but being in the car going on a road trip, basically, and having to miss TV. Yeah, like, that's his worst day ever. Yeah. Like, fuck off, you entitled, spoiled brat. Okay, so, for a moment, imagine your young Harry Potter. How fucking crazy is it? That suddenly you get a single letter and your aunt and uncle just lose their minds. Yeah. And then they start getting more and more letters and they're coming the weirdest, strangest of places. What the fuck could, like, what would you be like, thinking? what is in this letter? Like, exactly. And ev- exactly. then the more that these letters come in the strangest of places, in the eggs. Yep. In the milk. In the milk, in the eggs. And... Your guardians are, like, looking to complain to somebody because they have something wrong with exactly. these letters. And then so many come that you have to leave the house, physically leave the house. Yes. It's like... And then the person, whoever's writing these letters, is knowing to follow you and where you're going and where you're sleeping. And they always know exactly <laughs> where it is, too. Like, yeah. to the, I mean, the specific location. Exactly. Dude, Harry must have been, like, could you imagine? And then just watching as you're, like, tell me for, like, you cannot sit there tell me that he's not sitting in the back of the car. I mean, like, I'm gonna fucking die in this car. Yeah. I watched my uncle rip out part of his mustache. Dude. There's hundreds of letters coming out of the fireplace. Yep. 
they found me, and there's at least a hundred of them at the hotel. At the hotel we just got to. Like, what the fuck, dude? We're not, Dudley's not getting his way at all. Yeah, they're gonna kill me. I'm, <laughs> we're gonna, like, you just, like, all the places that Uncle Vernon stopped to look at. To yes. For whatever reason, he's never stated. Every time, you know, Harry's like, this is it. Yep. He had to be. This is it. He's going to kill me right here. Yep. Whether there's all these people or not. No, this is it. Poor dude. Again, just A the... suspension bridge. Yeah. The amount of fucking trauma this poor child has endured. Yeah. Like, dude. Oh, and tell me you're not shitting your pants when it's like you're counting down to the exact moment of your birthday and as you get to one, boom. Exactly. Someone's Boom. knocking on the door. And like banging on it. But also oh, like... Oh, it gives me goose flesh every time. But what about that just to begin with? That's how he spends his birthday. Yeah. They they don't even give him a place to sleep comfortably. Like here, take this shitty blanket. No, there's no blanket. No, he gets a he gets an old ragged... The, the, rag, the thinnest, raggedest blanket or yeah. whatever he says. Because... And the on the floor... Got the two good... Better yeah. blankets for Dudley. Or, yeah, I mean, they were moldy, they said, but still, actual blankets. But no, thinnest and ragged blanket goes to Harry. Yeah, and he doesn't even get a place to, just just on the bare, cold-ass, or the softest bit of floor he can find. The softest bit of floor. Like, dude, it's so fucked. That's his I'm, birthday. I know. I'm tired of these two chapters now. I'm excited for the next one. I know. Like, honestly, like, I don't even, like, it's kind it's of... It's hard to it's, talk about. It is. It, it's hard to stay upbeat. So, honestly, like, I think... We're gonna be, cut it a little yeah, short. Yeah, we're gonna cut it a little short. Because, honestly, that's kind of it. Like, if you do read these chapters, like, while there are some interesting, you know, parts, like the snake and the glass and all that, and, of course, in the book, it's... Okay, you know, there's a little... You know, um, the glass it just disappears. It doesn't reappear. Yes. It's not trapping. And... There is some humorous moments, too, yeah. you know. And they honestly, like I will say, too, in uh, it just to compare this to the movies really quick, this chapter or this scene or section or whatever, like they did a really good job portraying and painting this, this picture. Yeah. Like I want to make sure to touch on that. Because they really did, and the castings of the of the Dursleys. Oh yeah, you know, and of course, uh, you know, again, first Dumbledore. Yes. Harry Potter, you know, uh, I'm not Harry. Uh, I'm McGonagall, Hagrid. Even Harry Potter. And Harry Potter, yeah, again, yeah, that's true. Like, like I on I don't know. I say again too much. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if there is actually a character. That I thought could have been played by someone better. Yeah, no, honestly, because didn't didn't J.K. Rowling get? Um, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure she got to may have final say as to who at least was cast in the first couple of movies. I believe that sounds correct. Be and, and I mean rumors that I've heard. Yeah, and I could be wrong, so don't hold me to that. But I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard. Yeah, you guys are gonna get half-assed rumors that we heard once in like 2000 and <laughs> 2001, 2002. Yeah. The turn of the century. Oh goodness! You know we're uh, we're we're old farts now. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I go to bed at eight forty-five. It's way it's past currently, my bedtime. Yeah, it's currently ten fifteen. Oh oh no! That's no. Mm -mm. <laughs> so, I work in the morning. I know. No, I, I bedtime. Know. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Anyway, 
you know, I know these uh, these two chapters have kind of been depressing, but next chapter, while things kind of start off... Oh, no, don't even. Oh, we got to tease a little bit. Kind no, you don't. It's awesome. But there's... It's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. It is. Like, it, it, it's, it's such a good... And also, speaking of things that got translated very well, in my opinion, uh, to theater or to the to the big screen. To theater. To theater. To theater. <laughs> but they did it, yeah, great with that too. But anyway, before I keep rambling, I think we're gonna, you know, end up just calling it here. So if you guys, uh, you know, listen and have any other or any stories to to tell or share or any comments or or you know just anything any anything to say at all. You know, just, yeah, make sure to remember to email us at pottytalks at gmail.com. That's P-O-T-T-I-E talks. Oh, jeez. I mean, let me try that again. P-O-T-T-I-E-T-A-L-K-S at gmail.com. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can speak clearly now. <laughs> I'm at a loss here. All right. Anyway, we love you. We love you. Thank um, you for joining us. Thank you indeed. Uh, we for will another see... fun rendition of Potty Talks. Potty Talks, where we talk a lot of shit about Harry Potter. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we do. But we we kind of do, and especially with these kind of melancholy chapters. Anyway, we love you guys. We will see you next week. Hope you have a good one. Bye.